Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Mustard Seed. I'm Andrew. I'm Ryan. I'm Josh. Join us on our journey. Wednesday morning, you know what that means. <laughs> you hit the thing on your own. <laughs> I hit my own thing. <laughs> nice. Uh, I like how it's quiet on our end now. Yeah, so I don't even know. Too lazy to get the headphones set up. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> um, I brought uh, Eli for his nine-month uh, checkup, and the doctor's like. <laughs> Get that boy out of that baby car seat. <laughs> that <laughs> is a man. <laughs> like, he is big. You sent a picture of him today, um, and he was just sitting in the car. In yeah, the we were seat. waiting to go to the doctor. <laughs> he is, is so big. He is just such a... He was uh, 26 pounds, 30 inches. Wow. He's 26 pounds? Yeah, 26 pounds, nine At months. And nine months old. <laughs> And so, like, the the, ba- the baby car seat is, like... Two-year-olds aren't even that big. <laughs> the he's baby, a bowling ball. The baby car seat is, um, he's, like, we can tell, like, he's too big for it. His feet are, like, cow, like way over it. It's like, well, he's on the steroid milk, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, so that's the thing. He's getting, he's getting big from that. <laughs> uh, they said today, like, they, we asked, we're, like, can we give him uh, food? So he's going to get even bigger. <laughs> Gonna start eating burgers. He had uh, <laughs> we gave him chicken today and some noodles, and for the first time, and um, he was like making the f- weirdest faces. faces. <laughs> he he, I gave him like I made a sweet potato, and I gave him some of that, and he's he eats the regular baby one. So I gave him some of the sweet potato, and his face like he turned his head, and then I guess when I hit his taste buds, he turned back like. Like he loved it. <laughs> it's like, wow. More, more of that. <laughs> Opening them up to new worlds. Yeah. <laughs> That's always funny. I get some of those memories on my phone now of like when we were giving Elliot like sweet potatoes and all the foods for the first time. Mm. Guacamole. Guacamole. Avocado yeah. all over his head. <laughs> yeah, he's a big boy. Wow. It's got to be bigger than Hannah, right? Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think she's one. 18 pounds. Wow. So. Yeah, that's great. Making some big babies. Yeah, she's like, you got a wide receiver. That's Logan. She called uh, Eli a linebacker. She's a, she, it's funny. Or my doctor, she's a Michigan fan. Mm. So, and she, every time she sees me, she goes, oh, how are your little Buckeyes? I, was like, I don't know how they're going to do this year. It's going to be pretty, pretty rough schedule. <laughs> they got a rough schedule, the, uh, the Ohio State. I haven't even looked ahead yet. I saw a picture of um, college football the other day, and it got me excited. Yeah, but me too. I, I don't want to get ahead. We've got a summertime still to, to enjoy. I don't know. I've been looking forward to it lately. College football is the best. I do enjoy those. The fall season in the air, some football on the well, telly. This leads us into our top five. It's the top five biggest colleges. Oh, like biggest the colleges. the most, uh, I guess, students, students. right? Yes. Hmm. I'm just gonna say Arizona University. Um, 
No, Arizona is not on here. Oh. Well, they're, they're like the number one party school, right? I think so. Yeah. Arizona. Like, that's Gronk. Arizona State. Gronk had to wind up buying his house. Really? Yeah. Because everyone wanted to stay in it? No, he like destroyed it. Oh, he destroyed it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. We got a lot of colleges to choose from here. I don't know why, but UCLA popped in my head. No. USC? Yes, number two. Okay. I'm thinking like big states, California. Louisiana State University. Mm-hmm. No. I guess Louisiana's not that big. You, uh, Texas. Texas AMF. Texas A&M? Yeah, they're number one. Wow. Yeah. wow. I was really? a little shocked, too. I did not know that. Texas A&M. Yeah. Okay. Texas A&M. Give us some uh, some states. Um, <laughs> uh, or do you not I know? I can't really say the Let's states. Oh, because that's... <laughs> I can, fair, I'll say the... Fair enough. All right. Wait, wait, Ohio wait. State. Yes. They're number three. <laughs> oh, okay. Ohio so you got State. Texas A&M, uh, yep. number one. UCF, UCF, oh, fireworks. UCS, uh, USC. US, yeah, I can't say. Uh, why okay. am I having such a hard time? They're <laughs> you, number two, Ohio State three, so you need four and five. Four and five. Same state, I'll give you that. As Ohio? No, 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 like they're both in the same state. Okay, they're both yeah, in yeah. the same state. I'm going to think something Florida. Okay, Florida's number four. Florida, okay. So Miami. Yep, Miami's Ooh. number five. Hmm. So interesting. That is interesting. Well, I wouldn't think that for any of those. Well, California, I would think Miami that. definitely. Um, but the Texas one was like a little more of a shock. I feel like. I feel like. Uh, I think Texas what, is a big state. LSU would have been big, right? Um, Louisiana. I mean, everything's bigger in Texas. Yeah. I was just in Texas. Yeah. Actually, yeah. you know what's funny. I went to check where Jess was, and I saw her, you were in North Carolina, mm-hmm. and I was gonna text you and be like, "Oh, did you go to uh, that bar, that famous Michael Jordan bar? Like, he's not here. They named it because when he went to that, uh, uh, I've been there. Yeah, yeah, I've been there. Um, I went there for Bob's wedding. Is it cool? Yeah, it was a really neat little spot. Um, North Carolina, I love North Carolina, man. I was driving around North Carolina again. I was in Charlotte. Um, oh, did you get to see Bob? No, no, he's in Raleigh. Oh. Um, so I was in Charlotte, but I just, it's just a beautiful state. It's yeah. green. I love the, what's the word? It's just like brick and the, the houses are just so nice. Rustic. Everything's clean. Cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of North Carolina. I will say. I think everyone, everyone's kind of moving there. I feel like everyone is heading it's to trendy. North Carolina. Yeah. I did. Cause I was in and out of, you know, Harris Teeters all day, but I met a lot of grocery managers and there was a lot of them from the Northeast. Like a handful of them were like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm from Pennsylvania. I'm from Massachusetts. And they all came down. So yep. it's the trends. But um, yeah, I had a, quite the week. I was in Dallas. And then I flew to Tulsa. And then I flew to Charlotte. And then I drove to Greensboro. And then I flew home. Wow. wow. So over the four days, I was in four different states. That's crazy. Sort of. You must be uh, exhausted. Yeah, full That's week. Fun. But I uh, got to Tulsa and Tulsa, Oklahoma, and they had just had a crazy storm rip through Tulsa. I had no idea. Like I a landed. tornado? No, not a tornado, but 100 mile per hour winds. Wiped out like the whole city in different pockets, still didn't have power. So I'm going around visiting all the stores because I flew in that morning and they're all like, yeah, like we still don't have power. We still don't have power. It's like, oh no. Like, 
what are the chances that my hotel doesn't have power? Mm. I got to my hotel at 6.30 and it was empty. And I got to the front desk and like, yeah, we, we don't have power. Like, oh, you can't stay no. here. And I looked because obviously there were so many pockets that didn't have power. So not every hotel was open. And the hotels that were open were all sold out because people who were at home and they didn't have their power, they went to hotels. Oh. I found a hotel in Oklahoma City. So I drove an hour and a half to Oklahoma City <laughs> so I could stay in a room where I could shower. And then I had to wake up the next morning at 3 a.m. to turn around and catch a 6.30 flight to get to Charlotte. So that was quite the adventure. Yeah. Yikes. That's like my nightmare. I hate, I hate that stuff. Crazy. Traveling, yeah. There's so many variables when it comes to traveling. You kind of just... You know, when things go bad and like you have to like change everything and it's, it's tough. It's tough. It wasn't as bad as my coworker who was flying. He had stayed in Dallas because we both went into Dallas and we went our separate ways. He was supposed to fly to Raleigh. His flight was at 7 p.m., right, on Wednesday night. They kept delaying it, delaying it. Got delayed to 9.30, then got delayed to midnight. They were about to board the plane, and then they started boarding all the groups. Halfway through, they're like, nope, we're going to delay this till 9.30 a.m. the next morning. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. So, and then on his flight home, ready? On his flight home, they delayed it an hour and a half. He landed in Newark. New Jersey, and then they had to sit on the runway for an hour and a half oh because they there were no open gates. <laughs> he spent three worst. hours just sitting on the plane waiting <laughs> to get to the gate. Like traveling is just, I feel like even, it's gotten worse. You can't even coke. get up, so you're like, you got that bad butt sweat. Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> like you're just a little claustrophobic. Yeah. Everyone's sitting there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Travel. Yeah. Planes can be, can be very, uh, and I feel like there are less flights now post-COVID. Um, so when something goes wrong, I feel like you have less options. Mm. Yeah. It's always fun. What was it, two years ago or a year ago? Yeah, two years ago, we went to Disney and our flight was delayed from like coming home for like eight hours. It was ridiculous. And they're like, sometimes, I don't know how it works on the other end, but I feel like they never really give you information. No. They're just like, oh, we're delaying. And then they'll delay you again. And they're the delay worst, again. too, because then they, like, I know it's not, like, the gate people's fault, but they're they're so, like, sassy that it's just, like, you want to reach over and, like, smack them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a true test of yeah. patience, that's for sure. It's like, jeez, I get you're getting, yeah, like, I hate when the people just scream at them. It's like, okay, it's not their fault. But then we had, like, the pilot who came in, and he's like, because our pilot apparently called out, when this happened, when we were waiting, and he comes in, he's like, I'm working overtime. I came in on my day off just to take you guys. It's like, okay, you're going to make a butt ton of money, man. It's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to cry for you over here. <laughs> yeah, traveling. Get me tough. But we're home. We made it, so can't complain. Yeah. yeah. Another week. I saw this video, speaking of Texas, where um, a tornado was coming, and then they're all at the bar. And they're recording it, and the bar, and the people are trying to get all the drunk people. Guys, a tornado's coming, and no one's listening. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what would you do yeah. if someone's telling you a tornado's coming? It's like, well, I guess when you live over there, though, you should be a little bit more <laughs> expecting that. <laughs> they're all just keep drinking. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> well, take it. Imagine that. Like, tornadoes are crazy. I'm glad we don't have to deal with that on Long Island, mm. but. I mean, everything that they were describing, like in the Tulsa area, was very similar to, uh, what was it, Sandy? Is that what we had, Hurricane mm. Sandy, yeah, Hurricane wiped through Sandy, here? Yeah. 
in Long Island. That was a uh, that was a crazy because we had no power for a while. I heard that. I think we were out for three days. My my parents were lucky because their wires are underground. Oh wow! So nope. yeah, they and I know like the Ronkonkoma area was out for a while. Mm-hmm. So many. I was working on the golf course at the time, and I remember all the cleanup we had to do because of all the trees that went mm-hmm. down, and mm-hmm. it was just chaos. Oh, you want to speak on golf a little bit? How crazy like that merger is. That is nuts. Like, oi. That is nuts. So are you familiar <laughs> with that at all, Josh? So basically, there's the PGA Tour, right? It's been the golf league for a long for, time. Forever, yeah. Um, just recently, a, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, a new tour emerged, and it's backed by people from Saudi Arabia. Okay. So the big thing is it's dirty money, right? It's Saudi Arabian money, mm-hmm. right? So there became kind of like a line in the sand that was like, are you going to go take the money or are you going to stay true to kind of the values and the integrity of the PGA tour mm. and the Saudi Arabian tour called live golf LIV was throwing crazy amounts of money at these players to get them to come over to the tour. Mm. And it caused a real like rivalry and they took a bunch of people and then the people, the part that's bad that I have no respect for that, uh, whatever his name is, the, the PGA tour guy, Okay, Monahan maybe yeah. I think it is. I forget his full name. I don't he know. He had people loyal who stayed who could have took a so much money. Well, that's what. So now and it's like, are they going to get money now, or like what? Are they screwed to their regular yeah. contract? So what had happened just recently? Because basically, like through this whole past year, there's been a big like people stayed true, people didn't stay true. Should the people that went to the tour be allowed to play in the PGA Tour again? All of this and. Then they just merged recently. So basically the PGA just decided we're going to take all of the money that the Saudi Arabians are putting behind the whatever, the backing that tour. So they merged. So yeah, to Andrew's point, like the people that stayed true, Mm. like what does that mean to them? Like they just helped you kind of create and maintain your integrity of your brand. And then you just went behind their backs. They didn't communicate with the players and signed with that tour to merge. Wow. So they got all their money too and everything. And yeah, so like I think their counter to that was they were giving the players that stayed um, equity in the new league <laughs> so you can make money off of the brand, all of that <laughs> stuff. But at the end of the day, like I'm, we're talking hundreds of millions of dollars that these players were signing contracts for to wow. go play in the live tour. Oh so Saudi Arabia has taken over the sports <laughs> world. Like they started a soccer league and they tried to get uh, Messi. They offered him That's two right. years for a billion dollars. He turned it down. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, Nuts. and he's he went to uh, he came to Miami, uh, and it's crazy like how much he helped Messi helped that league like. They went from a million followers to like eight million, and then uh, his—I don't know if you looked into like his contract is kind of crazy too. But I mean, he turned down a billion dollars, <laughs> which is nuts. Wow. But um, his contracts like he gets like five percent of Apple TV, and uh, well, so he gets a lot of yeah ownership of the, yeah, the that team and um, a bunch of stuff like that. This is the MLS, correct? Yeah, yeah. He went into the MLS. Yeah. So, I mean, that's big for the MLS. My, my buddy, um, what's the, I don't know the name of the, the NYC uh, one that plays in Yankee Stadium. Yeah, I think it's uh, yeah, really, I think I it's in know, the New York football I just club. know the Red Bulls, but um, he owns season tickets to that. Oh, yeah? And uh, 
the messy so the tickets twenty eight dollars a ticket and the messy game that he's supposed to play in three thousand a ticket what? he can sell for and he has um uh four tickets so he's like i might sell two of them oh <laughs> I was my like, gosh do it man do get, it. get your bag wow <laughs> that's crazy i mean that's a huge get because messi i still felt like is it's not like he's declining R- right like ronaldo still, took the money ronaldo he went, went over to the went league to saudi. saudi arabia league yeah it's really interesting the whole golf thing is very interesting to me i uh i was a fan of what the tour was doing at least from the player standpoint because mm-hmm. i felt like it was cool that they were standing up against it in a way and like being true and yeah. like trying to kind of build something more based on like tradition and values but they went and took the money like that's just nuts so yeah i think money kind of runs the world oh my goodness <laughs> it, it no doubt i mean they offered tiger woods 800 million dollars to go play for them Gosh. and that's just a that's contract ridiculous. right that doesn't include if you win on the tour and yeah, all that yeah. stuff that's just a, here's your money to come play for us which doesn't make sense to me. Like, how do you have that much money? Like, what are you throwing at these guys? They have guys? oil money. And they, that's it? And they're just throwing it they at They throw the, it at uh, w, WWE, too. Like, they um, yeah, get paid, yeah. like, $50 million to put on a show. It's like, wow. Wow. Yeah, it's nuts. Money does rule, rule everything. But that's why I thought it was cool for the guys that stayed true. Obviously, decided not to take the bag. Oh, and here's another crazy thing that I saw this morning. Um, Elon Musk and uh, Mark uh, Zuckerberg are going to fight in the UFC. No. Yeah. Really? Dana White went on TMZ. I was crazy. Like, at first I read an article. I was like, okay. I skipped over it. Then all of a sudden I see, like, breaking news about Dana White uh, went on TMZ to, like, announce it. Like, it's in the works. And uh, they both agreed to it. It's like, why are they going to fight? What is wrong with billionaires these days? (laughs) This These are, like, straight out of, like movies or like, like tv shows you, that you're watching so you know what i mean like this Zuck, doesn't happen like a robot and like an alien from the future <laughs> i just picture like well i would put my money on elon musk no zuckerberg's a uh, black belt in jiu-jitsu isn't he a smaller dude though i thought elon musk had he looks like a robot to yeah elon apparently apparently he's been training for this <laughs> in the works for a while i just i'm so confused wow let's throw him basils to whatever his name is yeah bezos in there <laughs> bezos, jeff bezos, bezos. Well, he, he get crushed <laughs> yeah but you have no Jack chance too i don't know he's, he's he's pretty small that is that's crazy i had that is the they're first gonna make I'm so much money if they do do this well, that's why they're doing it oh, of course view and it's they're gonna make so much well money. it's like the whole celebrity ufc thing like with uh the pauls and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, like they just made so much money that like now everyone's kind of jumping into the game like that and kind of ruining the fight like the fighting you know stuff yeah man wow it's that's like wild. uh that show back in the day celebrity death match that's what i feel like we're getting here that clay animation oh yeah Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) wow crazy world crazy world is right but i've been listening to abide in me all week it's been carrying me through my week yeah i listened to it a bunch kept putting it on yeah it's It's a good song my jams playlist i've been listening to it yeah like i have like a whole playlist that i kind of like change up and all the songs that i'm feeling you know yeah I, i definitely am the type of person that when i have a song it's like constantly on repeat yeah jam a numb little bug was mixed in there too. <laughs> That's just a uh, a vibe. Yeah, I song. found that song. Uh, it's not a religious song. It's just like a good. Yeah, it's just a beat. No, I was just saying. <laughs> it's just got a cool like 
beat to it. Yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah, I've listened to like a lot of lo-fi and stuff too recently. Lo-fi is always cool. Yeah, I love like really chill music when I'm working. So I like I'll put on like really chill, just like kind of cool beats and stuff for them. Do they have an aux cord in the mail truck? No, so I, have to, <laughs> I have to bring like a Bluetooth speaker. Oh, you do? You have to bring a speaker. Yeah. Do they have a radio? Nothing, right? Wow. <laughs> wow. It like the, the yeah, no AC. Like it has heat, but I don't care about that right now. Wait, there's no AC? There's no AC, yeah. It's wow. just, if you think about it, it's like an open box, kind of, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's from the 80s, you know? They, they don't think they have They haven't upgraded. It wasn't as common in those days, yeah. Wow. So we're getting into the heat of the summer here. It's been hot, yeah. Well, you, you last, can wear shorts, week, last right? week, yeah. Last week or two weeks ago, it was like awful. The one hot day was it got in the 80s, like the late 80s. I was dying. I thought for sure I was going to pass out. Like, oh, my God. I can't even imagine if it's 100. Like, mm. I'm going to just. Die. I have to. I'm gonna have to bring like ice and a cooler, or something. Oh, definitely. It just it gets so hot because it's just an aluminum box, you know. Like, yeah. It's just an aluminum chassis, and it's it's just gets so hot in there. Oof. And then <laughs> what about when you're walking, right? Like, well, you bring the car with you to a point, and then you yeah, walk. Yeah, and then okay. you tend to walk. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's it's still. Luckily, I, I haven't been doing a lot of walking, so. I'm just, I just hope that I don't have to walk. Oh no, my gosh! Yeah. Degree weather day. You're gonna have to drive really fast through your uh, route just to get a little breeze through yeah. the gear because yeah, yeah. it's not yeah. like you're going. You go to a one mailbox. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, you're not in the breeze. Yeah, <laughs> my mailman drives 50 miles per hour between boxes. Yeah, <laughs> just to get a quick breeze. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Just> like <laughs> <laughs> that's to stop for gas every. <laughs> 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 and then he gets out of the car and he sprints to my front door. <laughs> What's wrong with that guy? <laughs> in a hurry. <laughs> or just to get air, he does one box and then speeds around the block, does the next box. Yeah, just keeps running in circles. <laughs> doing loops, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> we need air. That's so good. I did that today. I was in East Hampton today, and I, I ran up to the house, and there's this dog, and I freaked the crap out of the dog. <laughs> I like, wasn't expecting someone. And it, like, literally startled the dog. He was just like, <laughs> and I started freaking out, barking. And like, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, now automatically your dogs do not like you. So. <laughs> now we know why the dogs don't like Yeah, that. I was out with Josh the other week, and dogs just kept barking at him. He's in street clothes. <laughs> like, what? 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 Yeah. Like I smell a mailman. Yeah. <laughs> it's on you now. I yeah, I like. I used to like dogs, <laughs> and now I'm, it's getting a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> well, you get so many, right? So uh, you're gonna find almost the, every house. Yeah, dog, you know. So it's tough. Lots of barking, and luckily I haven't had any like horrible experiences yet. But you I'm get chased by a dog, or yeah, not yet. Are there any horror stories within the? Oh yeah, really? People getting bit and all kinds of stuff. It's not just the movies. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's, it's real, real life. It's, man. it's real deal. Well, I went. I pulled into one. Um, it's like a long driveway in this kind of back area, and and there was just like, there was literally five dogs that were just like running around outside, just in this guy's backyard in the driveway. And I had a lot of packages to deliver, so I was like, okay, I'm just gonna just, just go slow and try not to whatever. <laughs> and there's one that comes up to me, and he starts barking. But he wasn't like rearing up the, you know, this his hair, his fur wasn't getting all netted and stuff. It's like okay, okay, maybe we're okay. He was wagging his tail, so I like, I like, 
went up to him and then he like rolled over and like all that stuff and it was being all cute. We're like, okay, so we're, we're good here. And then all the other dogs came over and they all wanted to play. And I was like, oh, okay, this is nice. <laughs> no, <All right. laughs> this, this is a nice change of pace. Like, <laughs> spend the whole route with them. Yeah, so it was fun. It was fun. You should that bring, was a good moment. Yeah. You should have dog treats in your in your car. Just yeah, I so I was always told not to in the academy, the carrier academy, because what happens is is when me when I come in to help people's routes, if they're feeding the dogs, dogs are going to come up to you. And then when they realize, oh, you're not the regular, they, you know, get a little agitated and can, sure. can get aggressive. But I did actually buy some. And so I, I, I do give them uh, treats because <laughs> they expect it. And then they go away. Like you give them a treat and they go back. Like, yeah. As opposed to sitting there waiting for you to give them one. And then you just wind up and throw it into the backyard. Like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just chuck it. <laughs> and then it's fetch and they come back. And <laughs> yeah. But, no, it's, it's, it's good. Nice. Weird. Um, we got a little Bible verse, and then we'll discuss it. Josh, if you could read that little uh, sure. that line. Wait, you know what would be really cool? Maybe one day we can inc- incorporate this. Yeah. Remember in Veggie Tales when they would, they would go and they'd play the song? You know the song? I can't think of it right now, but I can think of the beat. It's like... Oh, like yeah. when we're about to do a verse? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I like that. Yeah, I'll find it. Well, I'll do it. They go to QWERTY, the keyboard. Josh, you can uh, record something with your new... Uh, That's right. Your yeah. saxophone. Your saxophone. Yeah. We got a Duke Silver in the house. Yeah. I know. Yeah, we play a little tune every time we before we read the verse. <laughs> Sure thing. It'll go right here. <laughs> if, if you if you gave me like the first couple words, I would know it, but I can't think of how it starts. Yeah, I know, I know, I remember too. But You're I doing the melody. Yeah. God, word yeah. is for everyone. Now that our song is done, let's yeah. take a look. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Qwerty. All right, hit it. All right. This is Psalm thirty-four, verse seven. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and he delivers them. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and he delivers them. So to paint an image for you guys, what I'm picturing here is, you know, we're fathers, so we like to go fall back on that. We are, your children don't have a care in the world when they're at the park, but you are constantly scanning the park, making sure things are okay, making sure they're okay, watching them, and that's what God does for us constantly. He's constantly scanning our lives, protecting us. Mm. And that's what I got out of that. Mm. That's a cool image. Yeah. We have a protector in heaven, for sure. And he's always readily available, right? And like if we turn to him and, and mm-hmm. seek him out and, and want to go find him. Yeah, and, he's and, always there. Yeah. And I think that line about like in, in, around those who fear him, I think oftentimes... In scripture, it mentions like fear of the Lord. And I know for us as Catholics, oftentimes that is reflected in like reverence and respect. So like if you have a, a reverence for the Lord, if you respect him, if you if you recognize who he is, as opposed to like I'm, I'm cowering in fear. Like sure, if we were before God, we would be cowering in fear. But like I know our lived experience, like oftentimes, like the, the like fear isn't necessarily what we experience. Like it's it's more of like a understanding who he is. I instantly thought of Exodus when I when I heard that, thinking of like the camp and just you know here is 
the people people of Israel, you know, moving through the wilderness. And at that point, right, God was physically in their midst, right, as the cloud of smoke or the fire that was leading the way. And like the camp itself, like he surrounded the camp. And yeah. I mean, that was a perfect example of like fear of the Lord and and then allowing him, allowing him to deliver them, you know, through that. So I feel like there are so many, like that's why I enjoy Exodus because it can be, there can be so many parallels to like our life and how we can allow God to like let, surround our camp, you know, and let him guide us in our ways. Yeah. I feel like um, in life too, though, there's so many situations like us as fathers of like how we treat our children and that's how like we need to look at how God is like how we got to look at him and how he treats us and just like I don't know just it's, it's deep man it makes you it makes you really just sit there and just think about how lucky we are I agree with that when I had like having Elliot had it opens you more as a as a person for sure because it gives you that understanding of one, what you can think of immediately, like a your father to, to you. But then I do love that image that you're describing, Andrew. Like that's helped me in my faith in so mm -hmm. many, so yeah, many ways. Same. It's like, okay, the way that I feel and love Elliot is, is that times a million is how God feels about each and every one of us. Right. So that can be so powerful in the way we live and the way we fear him or rever rever revere him too, mm -hmm. you know, good word. It's really cool. I like that. No, definitely, hundred percent, and it, it's so true. I mean, just thinking about like how are you, how you are with your kids not there, and how you live your life and, and exist, and, and then you put the kids in front of you and with you in public, and everything changes. You know, you you're you're scanning around, you're making sure they're mm -hmm. safe. Like you're you're taking care of this, you're doing that. Like you're you're attentive to every little thing, and so it's crazy that like that's. And that's the love, and, that, and that's our instinctual, you know, masculine, fatherly response to how we're supposed to protect and, and take care of these, these ones that we've been given. And yeah, I mean, that's that's one hundred percent our God is times a million, like you said. And I love that looking back at, at the camp in Exodus because yeah, like you, he was the fire and he was the smoke, and these things were fearful. Like like he could have just destroyed all of them at any time, you know. And the Israelites knew that because they, they saw it. You know, they could see the the lightning from the smoke, and they could see the fire all around them. And but they, but he didn't. You know, he like they he, he showed his power and glory and majesty, and then the Israelites were just like, okay, he's here to he's on our side. You know, he's helping us through this. Like he's with us, and so that's important for us as well as as fathers to to, to be that way for our kids. Like. To, to let them know that like we're powerful and we're, we're strong and we can we can handle things and, and we can protect them and but we're on their side and, and we're doing this for them not to not for them to be afraid but for them to be comforted by it mm. and uh once you become a father i feel like we all get that there's there's like certain gifts that we get and one of them is like that um instinct like i, I don't know if you ever had this moment i've had it a couple times where it's like you're not really paying attention, but they're about to fall and you catch them. Yeah. Like it's just like comes natural. Like I caught Logan today, he was falling off the falling off my bed and I like caught him while I have Elijah in my in this arm. And it's just like you you do that Spider Man thing, you're like, wait a minute, am I <laughs> Spider Man? <laughs> like, what? what? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so true. Because you realize how much you know them. 
mm. and their every sort of move, and mm. you can just kind of foresee it happening, right? Like, oh my gosh, you're just yeah. watching them do things, and you're like, oh, hold on, like I gotta go, right? And that's <laughs> that's exactly. I mean, geez, God knows our every move. Yeah, right? exactly. I mean, that's a. I like I like what you said too. It's like how much we know them. Like, um, something happened. I forget what it was, but just like. Oh, the gum. She bought vitamin gummies. And I was like, Logan's not going to eat those. And she's like, no, he's getting older. He definitely will. And she tried to do it. It was a whole thing because she wanted, she, we want to get him on like a vitamin and we can't get him to eat it. And I, and I was like, I was like, yeah, you were right. I was like, yeah, I, I know him. <laughs> Told you. He is a piece of me. <laughs> That's what Jess said. She blood. goes, Logan is me, like has my temperament and like, craziness like will act like me a little bit i think he's a lot more than me but he's uh <laughs> he's like me and then elijah she says elijah's like uh her very chill and mellow it is funny to see similarities yeah i love to think about that sometimes like i watch elliot and i think like i could see bits of me but then i see bits of ronnie and how it just all plays out yeah it's really neat but it is a um it's a rewarding feeling and it's a feeling that can really be like parallels to raising a family. I mean, we have talked about this before with the idea of like family and marriage, right, is a great example of God's love and how it exists here on earth. And I think about so many times I try to think about Joseph and kind of how he had to live and raising the son of God, right, in his life. And I try to allow that to be like a reminder to me of like how I should try and live to be a father to to our sons right to our children and how Joseph can be such a great kind of person to lean to and a saint to pray to and someone who can kind of give you a strength in a way because sometimes I feel like there's power in going to someone like a Joseph or a saint who was a very regular person that was given a great task and he said yes and embraced it. So that's a perfect example of each and every one of us can do that too. You know, yeah. it's, it's just a matter of saying yes. So definitely. And then that, that kind of humility that Joseph can offer is, is really is important, right? Cause I think pride oftentimes really distorts our actions and our desires and, especially when it comes to protection, because then it becomes about us. Like, I'm doing this to make myself look better. I'm doing this to make myself like like God, as opposed to, no, I'm laying this, I'm laying down for my family, you know, in service to them. You know, in the uh, Quran, it says uh, Jesus as a baby, um, after they had Jesus, it says that he, uh, he told Mary not to fast from speaking, it's because everyone was like yelling at her, questioning her because she had a baby before, like, F, like in the time of marriage and blah, blah, blah. So it says that Jesus, uh, when they were yelling at her, saying, like, How could you do this to your husband? Jesus spoke and was like, Yo, chill. <laughs> As a baby, he yeah. spoke up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't quote me. He didn't say, Yo, chill. <laughs> but whatever they said in the Quran. But I mean, that's a little, it's a little crazy. But. Very interesting. Wow. Yeah, the Quran's a little... But if any baby would speak, it would be Jesus. <laughs> what is that in um, Talladega Nights? I love that. He, like, 
praise to yes, baby, baby Jesus. Jesus. Sweet baby Jesus. I like him as baby Jesus. <laughs> That's who I'm praying to. <laughs> what are they eating? They're eating something fast food. Every too. fast food note yeah. to man was on the table. Taco Bell, KFC. <laughs> there we go. That's oh, good. I love that that we can create parallels to to fatherhood through a lot of these things. Yeah. That we read and, and all of that. Um I mean, it's who he is. It's the very nature of God, you know, God the Father, right? Mm-hmm. So there's, there's, yeah, there's, there's tons of that. And speaking of music, right? I mean, uh, Good, Good Father, right? Yeah. That's yeah. that's the name of the song, right? Yeah. Good, Good Father, yeah. yeah. Just a great, like, the power of music, you know, how that can really be a way of prayer and then just a way of reminder of God's love for us. Yeah. I mean, that's a beautiful song to to go listen to to help kind of guide your week too. Yeah, and to kind of reflect on that as him as a father. Because I think oftentimes, you know, it is hard for us to kind of connect to the reality that God is a father to us. Because, you know, obviously we have our own dads here on earth, but like it's hard to like, like how does he father me? You know, and to see that, especially as us as grown men, like it's hard for us to, to recognize the need for a father when we're when we are fathers, you know, like we are. So it's it's important for us to have that reflection and be reminded. I need a oh. new car. I'm gonna ask him to for some money. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dad. <laughs> I know Claire and I are shopping for minivans. Ask, been, ask, ask our dad. It's been <laughs> awful. Because <laughs> like we find some and like it's immediately gone. Like if it's a used one or whatever. Mm. But it's all right. The car market's nuts. It's, I know. And I'm afraid it, we're right behind insane. you guys. Yeah, I'm like nervous that we have to buy a new one, and I don't want to buy a new one because they're so overly priced right now. Crazy. They're like above MSRP values, and it's Nuts. like I don't want to pay this much because the supply is so low. Yeah, yeah. There was a comedian Which I think is manufactured, but <laughs> there's this comedian Probably who uh, <laughs> made this joke about uh, inflation, and he he says that you want to know how I know inflation's bad and real. He goes, the homeless man asked me for five dollars. They used to ask me for a dollar. Inflation hit the homeless. <laughs> I was like, he's right. <laughs> I mean, well, think about that. What can one dollar get you? Yeah, nothing. Like nothing. Arizona iced tea. Yeah, <laughs> that's I the s- only thing. No free ads. <laughs> <laughs> I'll shout them out. It's, I'm going to bleep dollar. it out. It'd be, it'd be a censor sound. It says they're a dollar twenty-five, but then like Walmart's selling them for like eighty cents. They are a dollar twenty-five actually. In some, I guess places. at Walmart you can find things for a buck. Mm. There you go. I'm sorry, but everything I've ever bought in. Button. Everything I've ever bought from Walmart immediately broke when I got it to the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Can I just say that <laughs> hot take. <laughs> I don't like no free ads. <laughs> yeah, that's good. So to bring us back to uh, to Jesus, the verse here because I did find another piece too to touch on. I just think that last line is Pete. Pete is out of control. <laughs> Pete's always Pete falling is just down. falling. He's, that he's big head of his falling apart in the season, falling apart in the set. <laughs> um, what's the last line? It says, and delivers them, right? The, the angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. Mm-hmm. The trust that he will deliver, right? The trust that he will provide. Like God delivers us. Like, and it can look so many different shapes and forms and all of that good stuff. But I think that's a piece of kind of allowing our faith to really sit and allowing him to deliver you just the trust that he will um the recurrent i'm currently going through the sacred heart novena right now and that a part of that too is you know jesus i trust in you and that's 
can be such a powerful thing. So to have kind of that fear of the Lord, like to, to revere him and to, to know that he is all powerful and all knowing and a good, good father, the good father will deliver you and, and they'll lead you to where you need to be. So I think that's a great reminder as well. So I, I really like this, this verse, Andrew. It's great. Yeah. One of my uh, Bible flips. Yes, sir. You know what we should read too, because uh, Josh brought us up to a. Um, I've never heard of that before until last week when we were hanging out after we recorded your birthday verse. Oh yeah. So that's a cool thing. If people at home are listening, check out your birthday verse. Yeah. You so you, you take your month and your day, and then you separate them. And the first is your cha- you know the month is the chapter, and the day is a verse. So you go through the Bible. I I would recommend going through the New Testament, just flipping through some books, and or just doing a Google search and. You know, putting the numbers in and, and finding what it is. And and so this is something that my mom showed me years ago, I think when I was a kid. And she was like, Yeah, like the Lord gave you a specific verse and you just use it on your like your birthday. It's your birthday verse. And and mine is put on the full it's the full armor of God, Ephesians six eleven. It's like put on the full armor of God to um, thwart the tactics of the devil or something like that. And it's like really great. And I was talking to the guys about it last week and we were looking them up. Yeah, pretty cool. I like that. I never heard of that and I, I'm glad you told me because then like Jess was looking up hers. It's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, it spreads. Yeah. Uh, you got to search. You got to look. Yeah, you definitely <laughs> got to do a little. Yeah, and you got to find the one that's for you. Yeah, I, I don't recommend like looking in like Habakkuk or something like one of those <laughs> books, but <laughs> yeah. And also too, depending on your month, yeah, there yeah. might not be a, a chapter right. in certain areas, but yeah, yeah. really cool because it can be inspiring. I, I liked mine. So mine, I think with Matthew, Matthew seven twenty one, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my father in heaven. It's like, man, all that's right, so, that's such a Just good follow verse. the will yeah. of the Lord. That's great. Yours was really cool too, Andrew. That I liked a lot. What was mine? Feet? Was it Psalm? I think it was Psalm. Yeah, Psalm, Psalm 7, 7 2. 7 2. Yep. Yeah, yours was really powerful. Psalm 7 2. No. Was it Psalm? I thought it was. Was it the Psalm? Or was it a. It was something along those lines. Let me see, because I texted you when we were talking about it. Um, well, they looked that up. I want to bring up, there's this, uh, really good, uh, Christian cartoon called the garden. Um, that's actually created by the, uh, creators of the fairly odd parents. And I didn't realize like how like Catholic they are and like how they tried to like, is that Phil, uh, Phil Hartman or what? Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't realize, like I watched an interview with them and I didn't realize like how, like, he he's like obviously Nickelodeon wouldn't let me put anything into the Fairly Odd Parents, but he tried to show like a family that was together mm-hmm. and just like tried to like install some values in the show. Mm-hmm. And then he has um, a new show called The Garden, which is like a lion and stuff. And mm-hmm. it's 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 you know got its funny thing, but it like does like Bible verses for kids so they can like take it in. And it's like it's it's pretty good. Yeah, that is neat. What's it on? What's you can that? find it on YouTube. YouTube? Uh, yeah. I, th- I think mainly they're going to YouTube. Uh, yeah. Was it Matthew? I wonder if it was Matthew 7 2. Was it 
I thought it was a. Is it about like judging others? Is that the one? That no, was? it was just something that was like really yeah, cool. Yeah, I should have wrote it down. <laughs> I thought it was a psalm. I thought it was a psalm too, but I just looked up Psalm seven two, and it says, "Or like a lion, they will tear me apart. They yeah. will drag me away with That's no one to rescue." And that was not it. We can't have you getting torn apart like a lion yeah. by a lion. Wait, how's a lion? We'll find it. We'll maybe find we, it. Maybe we'll it can be know. our conversation uh, next week. Next week. There you yeah. go. As we leave it. Because it's actually right to my birthday, yeah. There you go. That's right. So. My birthday. Awesome. Um, we appreciate you guys. Please like, comment, subscribe. Um, please subscribe, share it. You know? Keep it flowing. Yeah, appreciate all the support. Yeah. Awesome. Peace. Peace out. Peace. Oh, stay rooted in Christ. <laughs>